Thank you so much for being on the show today. Yeah. And uh, do you want to go ahead and like introduce yourself in like, I don't know what titles you want to use or what you yeah. go by. <laughs> sure. um, I mean, yeah, labels or whatever, I guess. It's, but um, my name is Teresa Brenneman. I'm an intuitive healer. So I, you know, mess around with energy work and the psychic realms, that, of, that stuff of that nature. Um, I also do something called human design, which is like astrology on crack. Okay. So, yeah, it's like a con- it's consulting. Basically, it's like a personality, like I don't even call it a personality test, but that's probably okay. what people would liken it to. But it's like a blueprint of your aura and how your energy works. So I do some life coaching with that as the foundation, just to help people really come into their own and find their true selves and find yeah. what their gifts are and also their shadows. <laughs> okay. Kind of so yeah, I've kind of like, I've dipped my toe in a lot of different things, but this is where I seem to be the happiest and where I've landed. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. Because like, I've, uh, I think I've known you for like years and years. I don't yeah. even know how long we've kind of been in the same area of life. Yeah. Um, and so like, I've known you from like playing bass guitar so like uh, <laughs> the fitness world and 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 uh, and then like and now you have a podcast too. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, oh, she's she's doing it all. <laughs> she's I guess it all I going. get bored easily, and I'm like, there's so many things to do. Like, why yeah. can't you do all of the things? So. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly the same way. Where I'm like, I let's just keep growing and keep being well-rounded. You know. Yeah. So. Like, there's so many opportunities now for creatives to express themselves and so I'm just I'm about all of it like I do songwriting and then I yeah podcasting is a new one which I love to talk so that I don't know why it took me so long to, like, I just yeah. like listening to myself talk even just me on an audio I'm good yeah, yeah I mean, let's do that <laughs> yeah I'll just do it I'm just talking to a microphone so, yeah it's it's fun I feel like the opportunities are just endless and why not take advantage of all of them yeah yeah so when did you start when did you start the podcast um I want to say I started it like four months ago okay I don't quite remember I was like hot and heavy in it for a while like I had like six episodes like up real quick and then I kind of forgot about it like I do <laughs> like start things and then I'm like oh shit yeah I was doing that so um yeah the quarantine has gotten me excited about it again and so um and also I just quit my job recently so I'm like oh oh yeah work yeah I did I saw that announcement that's so cool yeah yeah you know I was in the fitness world for like five years um and I was I had part ownership of a gym. It wasn't like 50, 50 or anything. It was like sweat mm. equity that I had earned, um, just putting a lot of my time into it, um, with this woman that mentored me in the fitness world. Okay. So it was a really good opportunity. It was awesome. I got to help her build a brick and mortar business and I got to see all the steps that it took and everything she had to go through with investors and all of that. Um, so I learned a lot from it and the fitness industry is really fun. It was, a great chance for me to start actually working with people and coaching but okay. it's funny because my clients would always joke like you're more of my therapist than my personal trainer I'm like yeah it kind of seems like working out is getting in the way of us talking about your real issues <laughs> <laughs> so 
yeah, I just ended up, I ended up getting into body work and then naturally got into energy work. My mom's like really into the spiritual world. She was doing Reiki on me when I was a child. And yeah, so, same, same. I, yeah, I come from I the same world. Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah. was kind of always, I always thought she was crazy. Like, I'm like, telling my friends, like, my mom's going to stage the house. Like, don't worry about it. There's stones everywhere. Yeah. Let's not talk about it. We'll just head, <laughs> we'll just go to the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And my mom's like asking my friends, you want to come over for a Halloween celebration? And they're like, sure. Yeah. Like candy and stuff. And they come in and she has like pictures of all of our dead relatives on the table and like candles <laughs> and like, it's like a full blown seance. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> So yeah, I've definitely like had the seeds planted my whole life, but it's been one of those things where I thought she was wacko and then, yeah, um, you know, got into my twenties and kind of found my own spiritual journey. And then I'm like, oh, my mom was right the whole time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So that kind of, that body work led me to realizing that people's physical pain was actually not at all physical. <laughs> it's like energetic and emotional and all of that stuff. So it was yeah. just a natural progression from there. I just, um, my personal training business was like pretty stagnant, but my energy work business was starting to grow like effortlessly. Like I felt like I had to work so hard to build my personal training business. And then oh, my really? energy work business, I was just like getting clients out of nowhere. So that's, that's so great. Cause that's yeah. like, uh, I've always talked about that when you're like, like comics ask me about like selling merch and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's, it's, uh, it's always when, you're selling merch and it's just not moving and it's not working. You're like, it's probably a bad shirt. You know, yeah. it's probably not the right design. Maybe it's the, not the right feel. And I'm like, the shirts that I like sell are the ones that are like, people just buy immediately. And they're like, this is the thing I have to have. And it's like, yeah. it's just like this weird give and take in life where you start feeling like that easier, like almost like an easier route because it's just so naturally fitting. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I wonder if it has anything to do with like, trying too hard or something like like have you noticed the shirts that you sell are they the ones that just kind of like came out of you naturally and you didn't have to think very hard about the idea yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's kind of what another I feel one like. too yeah it's like if it's in alignment with you then the universe is like oh yeah here you go and like that's where the energy is and so I mean yeah. I feel like that was my experience with personal training it was like oh, I was kind of trying to force something to happen that I thought was right yeah and, and then everyone's right. like well it's hard work you know yeah. and you're like yeah <laughs> like okay yeah it was right for a, a while and then when it started to not be right it was like very obvious so yeah yeah because like my comedy in Napster like that was just like I literally made it like in a day yeah and it was just like it just was like a thing I had rattling around my brain for a minute and then I was like oh, I'll just put it on a shirt and then I was like you know that's like my most selling shirt versus yeah. all the other ones that I'm like working with like a team and I'm like what do you guys think should we change this color over here yeah. and like and then you know I sell two of them and and they're both to me you know so yeah I mean I think I mean just because it I look at the spiritual component of it always, you know, I'm like always thinking deeper into things, but I think when you have ideas like that, it's almost like, um, it's like, it just drops into your head. It's like, yeah. like from spirit, you know, it's like, do this. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. yes, that's the idea. And then yeah. everything just flows. So are you like that with music too? Do you feel oh, yeah. like that? Oh yeah. my gosh. Music is so frustrating for me. I don't know if it, if it's the same with like, comedy for you but it's like I'll write us I'll shit out a song in like yeah. 10 minutes and I'm like 
damn, I'm so brilliant. <laughs> and then like, I try to write another song and it like, it's just a no. So yeah. it, it's really, uh, like I look at it as a divine thing, right? It's like, I'm connected. I'm like channeled in and like something just wants to flow through me and I'm just the vessel for it to come out. And then when yeah. I'm trying too hard, it's just like, nah, you're not going to have anything today. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's like, I, I give myself, uh, uh, years ago, I used to have a rule, like an one hour rule, mm-hmm. where it's like I would sit at a coffee shop for like one hour. And sometimes it's like the whole time I'm writing. It's just like everything's like flowing and it's great. And then sometimes I'm literally just waiting for the timer to stop. But like, I like still would make myself there for an hour where I'm like, I did the task of being there and yeah. try not to like focus too hard on the idea that like, yeah, because I used to be like, only I'll write three jokes and I'll leave. And when I started like, n- like numbering jokes, it's like I wasn't. I'll get frustrated when I only have two, mm. and now I'm there for five hours trying to get that third one, and it's just like, and then you're just frustrated and, not, and nothing's funny. So it's that like, makes so much sense. Yeah, just like a timer of like, I did the hour. I just write yeah. an hour every day, you know. It's there. So, yeah. Yeah, that that kind of reminds me. Have you read The Artist Way? No. Oh, that's a good one. I mean for any artist or anybody really because like the author just talks about how we're all artists you know which we are but it basically takes you through different exercises to connect to your creativity and one of the exercises I did for a while it's called morning pages and it's just exactly what you said it's committing to showing up for yourself for like an allotted period of time in the morning and it's just a brain dump so it's literally just like writing stream of consciousness and then she like she says it basically it opens up a channel like a creative channel to just put pen to paper and get tapped into that stream of consciousness even if it's just babble you yeah. know um, yeah i've heard of like comics i've talked to comics that do that where they like go somewhere and they write and then they like write five pages and then they actually focus on writing jokes so it's kind of like whatever they're on their brain or whatever just kind of like flowing for five pages and just exactly just like a brain dump and then they're like now like i got all the crappy stuff out i can kind of like move into like real comedy yeah um, yeah it's just I, yeah for me it's just sometimes hard to write at all you know <laughs> so i'm just like where they're like yeah i write five pages every day and i'm like mm. sometimes i got like two sentences and i'm like that's it that's what i got <laughs> i'm just like doodling in the corner <laughs> yeah here's my thoughts on chickens that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that's awesome um okay so with uh being on like lockdown quarantine-ish stuff um uh, how has that changed your business and how has that changed everything you're doing like online i guess now so yeah i mean i want to say that quarantine i know people probably have mixed feelings about it but it was yeah. actually a really good thing for me because I was running myself into the ground before. Um, when I first started personal training, I was still bartending like four days a week. So I was like waking wow. up really early and then staying out really late bartending. And then it just kind of transpired to where I was like always available for my clients. So I would work seven days a week. And even when I quit bartending, I was still just in this like work every single day mode. Um, and then me and my business partner, we were the only coaches at our gym for a while. So her and I were teaching all of the classes together and 
we were just so tired because, <laughs> you know, it's like 5 a.m. every day and then all my personal training clients as well. So I was kind of hitting a breaking point without realizing it. Yeah. And then quarantine hit and I was like, oh my God, I have so much free time. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. And, and then, you know, I allowed all this creativity to come through and to rest. Like I didn't realize how tired my body was just from running oh, around all the time. And I really didn't realize how much like personal training wasn't really what I wanted to be doing anymore. And, um, I know like not everybody has this privilege, but I've been able to save a lot of money over the last year. So I was just like, I don't really want to go back. <laughs> and I did for a while. And then I was just like, yeah, yeah, no, like I was so much happier just getting, being able to do whatever I want to do and um, yeah. focus on my intuitive business. And I do have an office that I see clients out of. I've had it for like six months now. So okay. Um, yeah. So I do still do in-person stuff, but I just really put more effort in connecting to people all over the country. I have a lot of friends all over the country just from going to workshops and stuff. So yeah, it allowed me to open up into that network and just put more time into marketing myself online, I guess. And, um, yeah, yeah and just put like pushing the other services that I offer. So it's just really helped shift my mind around life in general and, I was actually just thinking about this today, but it's kind of uncomfortable how bored I am sometimes because I'm so used to being busy that yeah. today I was like, oh my God, am I a piece of shit? Like I'm literally not, like I had one client today and then I'm just like, do do do, like just drawing and like fiddling around on the guitar and doing whatever. And I'm like, am I going to need to get like a part-time job? Like what am I doing? <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like I'm really learning patience and learning to just like be with myself and that's okay. And I don't need distractions all the time, which is not something that I feel like our culture, um, is okay with <laughs> like our culture, yeah. is like work, 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 work so hard, grind all day. And I'm like, yeah, I did that for five years and it just was not good after a while. So yeah. yeah, I feel like quarantine is kind of pushing everybody to think outside the box and get creative. Like I'm literally trying to think of all the ways I could create income for myself. Like, well, I can like draw and make stickers and I'll just like sell those. Like I'm just thinking yeah. random yeah, ideas. Yeah, honestly, now. it's like, uh, yeah, I'm kind of the same way where it's like I was doing stand-up and like mostly like most of my income was like stand-up. Yeah. So I was just like literally out every day doing comedy. And then I had the exact same moment of like, I had to like, all of a sudden I'm doing nothing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I went from like busy, busy, busy to being like, what do I want to do? And what do I want to focus on? And what do I do with all this free time? And, you yeah. know, and then I'm like, you know, and then I, I started like touching back into doing like some marketing stuff. And then I'm like, you know, just kind of like, but exactly what you're saying of, like what I feel like doing and what I want to be doing and what makes me happy to make money. And, mm -hmm. um, and then that's when I was like, I really got to focus on the podcast again. And I was like, yeah. uh, I was like, I fall back in love with podcasting because of quarantine. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, podcasting is one of my favorite mediums as far as like getting information, not only because I'm an auditory learner and 
I like to be doing stuff with my hands while I'm learning. I don't know if it's an ADD thing because I have, mm. I have quote unquote ADD, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I learn the best when I'm listening to something and I'm like doing chores or something at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what got me into podcasts as a listener. And then, you know, I was like, I actually really enjoy having these kind of conversations where we're uninterrupted. We're not on our phones. We're not eating. We're actually having to think about questions that are um, like deep (laughs) and people are going to want to listen to people talking about and exploring. So I just think it's freaking cool. And yeah, yeah, 90, I love- yeah, 90% of like my guests have been people that I've met in real life that I've been like, literally have had like sometimes one conversation with mm-hmm. and been like, wow, I feel like we could really like get to know each other and have some like, we probably have some interesting stories and like we could connect on like, there's like on podcasting and uh, like a lot of my guests are that way or like even when I started most of my guests were just like other comedians that I would see at shows. Yeah. And, but, but I'm like, these are people that were my like friends. But I say that like with quotations because like, I was like, I see them all the time, but I don't know, are they, are, do they have kids? Are they married? <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. like I know, I know every word of their standup, but like, I don't know anything about outside that. And, uh, yeah. and, and I'm like, I'm very introverted. So like, I'm like, this is how I need to talk to people anyways. <laughs> like, yeah, this you is are? How, yeah, I'm very introverted. So That's I'm surprising. Like, I feel like you're an extrovert. I mean, you come across as one at least. Oh, thank you. It's just years of faking it. You know, that's all <laughs> that. It's just... <laughs> I'm, yeah. Just being, yeah, I'm like, that's the only reason I can do stand-up. It's like, I'm like, it's a one-person conversation. And you guys are quiet and I'll just say these things. I'll just talk, yeah. And then I'll just leave quickly. Yeah. (laughs) Like a scurry out the back door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, and then again, being an uh, introvert, you know, then at comedy shows where it's like, yeah, I don't get to know people because I'm quietly (laughs) sitting in the back, you know, so I'm like. Oh, that makes sense. I'm kind of the same though. I call it like being a social fisherman because you're kind of that person that's just waiting for like somebody to come up to you so you can get into a one-on-one conversation because I'm not the type of person that like works the room. I kind of just wait there and like if somebody's interested and they'll come talk to me, I'm like, oh cool. And like I can get really locked in with somebody, but I, yeah, I'm not the type of person that will just like go up and start a conversation at, at a party or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If I'm like, hey, cool glasses, that was like the best attempt I have. <laughs> that was like me being like, hey, I'm open like, for conversation. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here I am. I, yeah. I like it. And then they go, yep, thank you. And then I go, yep, we did it. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just going to go sit back here again. <laughs> Oh man, it, like talk about being in weird social settings. Is like, have you ever been to like networking events? Yeah, where it's like strictly for networking. Like that shit was yeah. the bane of my existence as a small business owner. Like, oh, I, I like and to like these people. I <laughs> I used to hate. I have had job like marketing jobs where I was kind of like involved with going to things like that. Yeah. Not so like not super markety, networky parties so much, but kind of like gatherings and it'll happen. But um, now I like going because like being like a comedian and podcaster and stuff, it's like 
uh, a lot of like salespeople don't know where to go from there. Yeah. Like, or they, or they like think it, they're like, well, he's obviously poor, you know? So like, <laughs> it's like, this like weird, like, I, I don't know. And then I'm like asking them certain questions that are like, like very off balance. Oh my God, yeah. I, like that. I like the, the awkwardness that can happen at something like that. Just but, throwing uh, people off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got invited to one um, one time by one of my clients who was like a personal training client, and he didn't know that I had gotten into some other work. Maybe he did. Maybe he just ignored it. I don't know. But he invited me and like introduced me and gave me this whole. It was one of yeah. those ones where you like stand up and introduce yourself, and everybody's yeah. staring at you. And um, no, <laughs> at the you. time, it was really when I just gotten deep into energy work, and my whole selling point was I can help you with physical pain through like emotional release because I had experimented with this work and I was getting really good results with people. So I was like, oh my gosh, like it's not physical at all. It's all energy and emotional. And he was like, oh yeah, here she is. Like she's got stretch therapy and personal training and all this stuff. And I'm like, and you know, did come up with like a commercial, right? And I'm like. So if you have pain in your body, it's actually because you have unprocessed emotional trauma. <laughs> like, I'm just going into this. It's crickets. People just blinking at me. I'm like, all right, not the right audience for this. Like it's like accountants and like people yeah, like that. Yeah. I'm just like not open-minded. This isn't my crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So that was like the last one I went to. I'm like, I should probably just stick to like Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like I like. Um, that's why I go to things like Coffee Fest and stuff like that. Where it's oh, like that's my cool. version of like networking parties of a way because it's just like like-minded people and we're all having fun and we all enjoy coffee and I could talk about coffee for decades. Uh, yeah. I love it so much. Um, what a bad idea. And so it's like, but then I go there and I'm like the only comedian hanging out. So then they're like, what's comedy like? You know, and yeah. it's like, yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> it's an interesting thing because you don't meet too many people that do professional comedy, like yeah. at just like an event like that, you know? So yeah, um, I'm always like fascinated when I, I worked with somebody who did it. He was a personal trainer and a comedian. And I was like, oh, do you have like an alter ego on stage? Because he was super quiet in the gym. Yeah. And I was just, I just love it when people have these like secret, I mean, not secret, but it's something that, you know, they, you wouldn't normally suspect mm -hmm. that the person does. And I think it's so interesting. Yeah. When I, uh, when I was like a line cook at a, at a Red Robins, I didn't tell anyone. Really? Yeah. For the entire, and I was just dead quiet. I never spoke to anyone. And then, wow. uh, and then I had to ask off like three days for like for like some gigs that I was doing and um I was like trying to think of like the right way of like not making it where like my grandma died you know but I'm like yeah. trying to like I need this time off I can't I don't know and then I finally was just like you know what I'm a comedian I do. and then like that manager then started like telling other people and then oh, I'm just like man. quiet at work and they're like so you're you do comedy <laughs> you know like, like like very like you the quiet guy <laughs> yes i love it that was my favorite when there's such a dichotomy like that yeah. I'm like oh people are so multi-layered it's so awesome <laughs> yeah but how so you obviously had jobs and then you've taken time off for like music and mm -hmm. other things like that 
were you ever were you just open about it and you're just like yeah I do music and that's my yeah. thing I'm doing shows and I'm traveling and <laughs> yeah pretty much like I mean I I like bartended at pretty much the same restaurant like six years and so everybody kind of we were like a big family there and everybody knew everything and we would even do open mic nights like once a month or something there and I sang at a few of them and so people knew what I did um but yeah I, I people I mean, like you were saying at the beginning, like she does everything. Like people kind of expect me to just be doing everything at, the, yeah. at this point in time yeah, because yeah. I'm just a person that like I just want to try things, and if I suck at it, then yeah, I'll either keep trying because it has my interest, or I'll stop. And so people just expect me to be doing random shit. I I just <laughs> think that means that you're like comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, you know? because me not telling people at Red Robins is very much me just being like, I don't want to talk about it because yeah. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I, don't I don't want them to look me up and find yeah. my stuff and then ask yeah. me questions about it. Oh my God. Or come to a show and then it goes badly. Or, you know, like all those, but you just being like, yeah, I'm a person and these are my things. Yeah, know? that's pretty much like, I mean, the yeah. first time I played an open mic night, I think it may have been at my restaurant and I was like, guys, I haven't practiced this shit very much. I might suck. And I'm pretty sure I messed up a few times. And I mean, I, you know, you always kind of mess up a few times, but, um, and I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't like really nervous and scared yeah. the first couple of times, but then I just started having that mindset. And I think it was, I had somebody compliment me on that. which was just like, man, it is so cool how you just try whatever and you don't care. And I'm like, I mean, I care. Like I want to be good at it, but at the same time, um, yeah, it, I, I, life's too short not to try things that you're interested in. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I, oh, man. <laughs> um, so are you, you're in a band mm -hmm. and are you guys still doing, are you doing live shows like our zoom shows or are you guys doing anything with that or yeah we haven't i haven't actually played with the girls in a while we were supposed no. to play a gig like in may and then obviously that got canceled um so because we were doing some paid gigs here and there which was cool yeah but um yeah i don't know um the other two girls in my band are professional musicians and you know like i just kind of dabble in it so <laughs> They've been doing stuff together for a long time. They've actually known each other since they were 15. So really? yeah, they, they were in a band together when they were 15 and then that band kind of blew up and they were even touring with like, Oh yeah, that's Roach right. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember that. Yeah. And they're yeah. still a band. Alexia is still, um, still doing it. But so yeah, the two of them kind of do like duo stuff that they've done for a while. Um, and I don't really do that with them because I don't have the patience to sit there and learn like 200 covers. <laughs> mm, yeah, and I, I mean, I, it's kind of like play to your strengths, you know, like they're really yeah. good at learning songs off the cuff and like doing that quickly. And I'm like, honestly, not a huge fan of learning covers. It, it's just, really, yeah. I like doing like our original music and I didn't mind doing it for a few of our paid gigs, you know, cause yeah. it was fun. But um, as far as myself goes, I'd rather write music and record it. And I actually have the most fun when I'm in the studio recording. So um, that's kind of where my efforts, I guess, in music. Yeah. I, I know I can't really make money off that, but it's kind of more just for me. And I'm like, I feel like I got something to say and I want people <laughs> to hear it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was talking about this. I was talking about this the other day on the podcast about, uh, you know, like, like for me in comedy, like I get so much enjoyment out of like writing my own jokes yes. and like 
and then knowing that like I'm like it's very like solo man of like I'm writing it and then I'm gonna perform it later how exactly I'm thinking of it and yeah. I don't have like someone coming to me later being like hey the studio doesn't like you how you said it this way they want you to say it this way and uh so like none of that like I like the the writing side and honestly I can sit there and write jokes and and just get the fun out of that but um it's very much it's very much uh I, I enjoy that side and the performing side's like the way I get paid to do it, you know? Yeah, so yeah. It's very like, okay, I, I have to do the performing side to do this. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, like I'm not opposed, you know, if we were to do a gig like once a month or something, I don't know. I guess I'm just like the amount of prep work that it takes going into it and then I don't know. It just kind of like kills it for me. So I learned that <laughs> early on as a musician, like I'd rather make money doing other things. And then the music is for me. And, mm, you know, okay. so, I don't know. It's really fun playing with a band, but I just have never seen myself as like a gig musician. So um, luckily my husband like made a studio for us at our house. And so he's really into music too. And um so we've been recording some music together and it's oh, that's fun. so easy to do. Yeah. So I didn't know that that you guys did stuff together. Yeah. He um like I'll write the rhythm guitar and the acoustic and then he'll jazz it up because he's badass at guitar. He's absolutely incredible. And so and he also nice. taught himself keys and he can do electronic drums. Like he he's he could be a one man band if he wanted to be. Um <laughs> It's pretty impressive, and he like knows how to do all the engineering side of things. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's I'm I'm very fortunate that I can just be like, hey, you want to record a song right now? Like, let's do that. That's the crazy thing about musicians uh -huh. is, uh, like I I learned guitar when I was young, terrible at it. Never would like very like not for me. Yeah, I could I I can play some songs, but then I would see my friends play. And they were getting like better and better and better and better. And I was just so mediocre for so long. And it was like, I remember being like 15 being like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't going to go anywhere for me. <laughs> and then like, but I meet like, like musicians and they're like, yeah, I could do a little bit of this and a little bit of this and a little bit. And I got all this down and I, and I'm just like, oh yeah, no, this is like, like your realm. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's wild. And it's, it's not my like, I wouldn't say it's my genius, but it's definitely something that I can tap into. And yeah. like I said, occasionally the songs just like blow out and then he makes them sound really pretty and really good. And like, I'll just kind of come with like a really organic idea and then he just brings it to life. So that's it's, cool that you guys yeah. can do that together. That's like a whole so, nother level of marriage. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I count my blessings often because um, to be with somebody who gets you, number one, and, like, is as multi-hyphen as you are, um, is pretty crazy. And then we're both just super independent. Like, we don't depend on each other for happiness, but we know how to add to each other's lives. So it's been cool, like, this is, like, total, like, segue to relationships all the time. Like, it's on my mind, I guess. It's been cool over quarantine because he was a restaurant manager before and working, uh -huh. like, insane hours. And then yeah. he's in two bands. So he had band practice three nights a week. So I would, like, never see him. We'd always joke, like, we're, like, ships passing in the night. I just see you on one day a week. And 
Um, so we actually feel like a real married couple now. That <laughs> time to be like, we're like, oh, we cook together and like we can hang out. And so yeah. like, there's been a lot of positivity that's come out of quarantine. That's so and, great. And even he's like, I got laid off and like, I'm the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> just like, he just started building guitars. Like he's like selling guitars now and building them. Really? And, like, yeah, like he he's built a few guitars for himself, like yeah. maybe a year ago or something. And he's sponsored by a guitar company, but he was always like, the guitars that I built sound better in the studio. So even though he has to play his sponsored company live, he's like, mm-hmm. I always play my guitars in the studio. <laughs> so he's like, I wonder what would happen if I just like built a few of these and put them up for sale. And he's been like selling them. I'm like, hey, if you can make a living doing this, like why not? Just yeah. try it. So. That's awesome. Well, if you yeah. want it, you should like send me. Does he have like an Instagram he's selling yeah. or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should send. I'll put it in the show notes of this. Yes. People can go look at these guitars because I know tons of musicians listen to this show. Hell but yeah. like, uh, yeah, that's like, I like stuff like that. That's so cool. Yeah, you should have him on if you're ever looking for another guest because you know what I will. He's really good at shooting the shit. And what's he? Know. What's he doing right now? I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, hey, come on in here, babe. You take over. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I'd love to have him on. I'd, I yeah. would talk to him about that forever. Um, yeah, because I that's so interesting to me. Something I can't do. I I'm always yeah. baffled uh being a creative person and then i realize like other creative people and like what they can do and then like that weird like deciding where i'm like i i don't even know i wouldn't yeah. even know where to begin you know i <laughs> like, feel you i i'm and i'm that way with music sometimes for sure like that's where he inspires me because he's one of those musicians that's like i don't know i heard the whole song in my head and then i just played it and i'm like what? Like there's some like angels right. communicating yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah, like Michelangelo where yeah. he's like That's he's like, Yeah, I just saw the sculpture in it and I just I pulled it out and I was just like, Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like his music is like it's like he's a composer. It almost sounds like an orchestra, but it's like electric instruments and stuff. And I'm just like, bro, like how how do you do this? And he's so humble and nonchalant about it, like just like just heard it yeah (laughs) okay that's how that's how i feel like i see people like you that like you do music and then you have the spiritual and then also like i've seen you like draw and so (laughs) and i'm just like i don't know i don't know man i just i I got feelings about chickens that i write down (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) like Uh, i have a podcast i don't know (laughs) i love it it's awesome dude drawing is so fun that's another thing that like another quarantine gem for me it was like drawing again i'm like i just got one of those like apple pens and i'm like damn why didn't i get one of these forever ago so fun so you have like an ipad and then an apple pen and then you're yeah that's how you do all of it yeah there's like a super cool app called procreate or something yeah now that now that I'm thinking about it, that's a really funny name for an app. It's like Procreate, like maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> like it is not a porn app. <laughs> These are my babies, and I'm making them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's what it's called. I don't know, but yeah, you. A can lot of like, people are looking it up right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I. Here's the thing, though. I could buy an Apple Pen, and I have an iPad, mm-hmm. but uh, still wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> I can't even draw with a pencil. 
I mean, you'd be surprised. There's like some some stick figures that can be like pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. I was like, what at what point do I just start making stick figure comic strips? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would be a good way to promote your comedy. <laughs> Like this joke in a stick figure. <laughs> <laughs> my new thing too uh, is uh, paying people on Fiverr to promote my comedy. Have you seen what? that? No. Yeah, so I uh, I just posted one today, but like uh, I paid some girl that does like infomercials on Fiverr, uh-huh. and so she's like, my skin got clear, I lost weight, I got a promotion at my job. <laughs> Ever since I started listening to Zach Lyman's podcast, and I'm just like. <laughs> This is my favorite way. Oh my god, that is so! Is it like super professional looking? Yeah, it's like (laughs) it looks like she's in a studio. Oh my god, it's so good. I need to, I need to do that for my services. (laughs) But I was just like, I yeah, I'm just like, I've I think that's what's happened in quarantine. I've gone off the deep end. (laughs) I can no longer promote my stuff. My I'm just like I need to. I need an outside source, but it's like funny too. So that's a great idea. How did you think of that? Well, I actually originally thought of it because I saw, um, I I was on Fiverr and I paid a puppet to promote my podcast (laughs) and he's a professor puppet Uh and he's like, I'm a professor. So you, you know that I know quality and Zach Lyman's podcast is quality. The smooth jazz sounds. You should go listen to it. It's great. And uh, so I paid for that. And then I was like, I really like this. I yeah. was like, what else could I? Like, and then I was like looking at, there's people that be doctors on there and stuff. And they're like, I'm a doctor. Listen to my podcast. Oh my so, God. And then That's I was like. That's a funny idea. Yeah. And then just, I don't know. It just stumbled onto me being like, I want to do like over the top now where it's just like weight loss and skin clear. <laughs> and then I found this girl that like clearly look, it just looks like those commercials. It's, yeah. It's so good. Oh my god, I'll have to go watch it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel free to steal that idea. I'm, I, I'm going to. I'm just <laughs> right now. It's going to happen. <laughs> I've been telling I ever had like that kind of stuff. I thought it was just like graphic designers or like. Yeah, which is, I think, which, because I've been wanting to like rebrand my podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I've been spending time on there being like looking and like kind of trying to get inspired. Yeah. Uh, I stumbled onto like puppets being like i'll promote your product <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> you're like all right sold <laughs> yeah seven dollars after tax i'm good that's is that really how much it costs it was something like that yeah it was oh like my super God. cheap <laughs> it was like, how can like, you not? Now, now i'm just making tons of these i'm like yeah. pretty soon i'm just gonna have no money left <laughs> it's just all gonna be spent my stimulus check on on marketing i guess I mean, what else is it good for, you know? Who knows? So, <laughs> I know a lot of boats went up for $1,200 exactly. So I'm just saying. Man. Yep, <laughs> a lot of boats. And you got, you know, got like Donald Trump's signature. So yeah. that's exciting. I don't know I'm if you frame, frame it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it actually is his signature. It's probably uh, fake, but whatever. Ah, ruining my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> So when all, what all do you talk about on your podcast? Um, so my podcast is all about the healing journey. So uh-huh. um, just like because that's what I talk about all the time, you know, it's like healing and self-love and learning about yourself and that kind of stuff. But it ends up being 
organic conversation too. I had like, I don't know if you did this at the beginning, but I had like a list of questions I wanted to ask. And then I just ended up ixing them and be like, let's just talk. You just tell me your story. So it's really just like people's stories of like triumph and tribulation and that kind of stuff. Um, with like some, some humor mixed in just cause I'm a silly person. So. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I used to have like almost like a mental checklist of like five questions. And then also like my show used to be more aimed towards like comedians and like helping them get better at comedy. So I'm like, I'd be like interviewing my friends and being like, how'd you get so good? You know, how'd you get to this level? And And then like you do that 10 times and then you're like, you're like almost hearing the same answers of like, yeah, I just, I did comedy for years (laughs) and now, (laughs) and now I'm here. Yeah. And uh, it, it became to a point where now, now I'm just like, let's talk about anything. And like, I feel like just like, even just like talking to you, like I've learned about you and like, kind of like I can get a grasp of like where you're heading and where you've been and just kind of like almost answer those questions without actually asking those questions ever, you know? Yeah, I, and like, then I, I will still like sprinkle in stuff like, you know, where are you going to be in five years? And you know, like where, where are you heading type of stuff more yeah. and like advice for people that might be getting into like what you're doing. Totally. So, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's kind of like where my passions are right now is I, I just noticed organically that a lot of the clients that were coming to me were people that were like really curious about being a healer and what it takes to do that and developing your intuition and Um, you know, it's something that we all have the ability to do. And so I'm really about empowering people to connect to their spirit guides or higher self or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and knowing that they don't need me forever to do that, you know, maybe I'm the channel for them right now, but the more that they heal and the more that they believe in themselves, they're going to be able to do that. And that's just like a birthright. I feel like for all have is to connect to, um, something that is on the other side or higher but whatever you want to think about it is in other dimensions yeah (laughs) um so yeah that's really what I'm passionate about is helping people discover their intuitive gifts and um develop those and then maybe create a business around it too and because you know I've built my business from the ground up and I've learned a thing or two doing this and with human design it tells you how you actually operate because like what works for me might not work for somebody else. And so right. mine actually shows how you can network and manifest and, you know, just create flow within your life. So where it's not a struggle. So yeah, yeah like, it wasn't even something like I intended on getting into, but now it's, I've been um, teaching these, we call it energy channeling healing Um, we've been teaching these classes on how to do it and it's been really gratifying and just seeing people who think that they aren't intuitive and then just like totally opening up as a channel within a matter of days it just blows my mind and so yeah that's kind of like where I'm at and where I'm hoping to go is like teaching more in the future and yeah um, do you do you see I because I feel I we well we're two rare examples of like someone that kind of like grew up in it a little yeah, bit yeah and um so like my experience is very much like um not people in our age group yeah you know? and I feel like now I'm starting to see more people 
maybe just on Instagram in general, but I'm seeing like more people in our age group that are kind of getting into this side of things and natural healing and energy work. And uh, so are you seeing that with your clients too, or it's like people around our age or? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because it's like the younger, even like the more tapped in I'm finding out it's like they have less conditioning because even like millennials, like we still have a good amount of conditioning because of how we grew up. Um, like Mm. to believe that it's not possible to heal in this way. And like, I've worked with some Gen Zers and I'm like, damn, you're woke as fuck. Like, (laughs) what? Like, how are you just so chill about this and you just get it? Yeah. It's pretty wild. Um, But yeah, I think, I mean, we can kind of talk about what, what I think's going on with everything with this like virus and then the protests and um, astrologically, like I'm not an astrologist by any means, like I sprinkle uh-huh. it into human design, but I'm aware of what the astrologists are saying. And um, 2020 is like a huge transformative year because we're coming into the age of Aquarius. And mm. I believe uh, January will be like, we're fully into the age of Aquarius and we're coming from Capricorn. So it's like, uh, or I mean, Pisces. So it's like, we're, we're in this different kind of zone right now and then we're going to be coming into this more like um worrying about love and about actually what do we want to do with our lives instead of just needing to like work to pay the bills and I think that's why the energy is really shifting right now but also it's like okay there's no room for racism there's no room for sexism like all of this shit like we just need to get rid of it because where we're going there's no room for that there yeah. and so it's kind of like 2020 is this burn it all down like get rid of all of these systems that are no longer serving us and yeah. i think everybody's starting to wake up like not everybody but a lot of people it's like overwhelming the amount of people that are starting to wake up and a lot of astrologists call this like the great awakening so wow um, yeah and that's kind of so, what i'm noticing is just like, so it's like an end of a cycle is yes what's okay yeah it's the end of a cycle which is why it's been just like thing after thing and i mean if the astrologists are correct which they have been so far um it's just gonna keep getting more intense like like this isn't gonna slow down so yeah and then in- <laughs> So then in 2021, we're like starting fresh. We got some new vibes happening. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I I don't think it's, I think um, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be a few more years before things really like start to settle down and settle in because, Mm. you know, it's like when, like I'm, I'm comparing it to being born. Right. So we think about what childbirth is like, it's like, ah, like, it's like painful. It's like, it's beautiful at the same time. It's all of this. It's just yeah. really intense. Like it's not a peaceful thing by any means. And so when people are getting mad about how like the protesters are being violent and like burning things down and stuff, I'm kind of like, I mean, it's, we're, being, <laughs> we're being reborn right now. You do understand that. So things aren't really going to be pretty. And if you think about what like, you know, the first few years of a child's life is, it's like learning to walk, like stumbling, yeah. learning to speak this new language. And I really think that's what the next four years are going to be like, like my guides just keep showing like a baby and then it's toddler and, like, yeah. you yeah. know, so it's going to yeah. be interesting, but I'm kind of like, we all chose to come here for, at least that's my belief is we all chose to come here for this transformational time. And we're just like cool like let's see what happens you know right yeah I've kind of like really settled in 
on the idea that um, things aren't uh, like, like I just been telling everyone I'm a retired comedian, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, I, like all of my comic friends are like, everyone's like, they're just like at the starting line. They're like yeah. ready for those clubs to open up and they're ready for all those gigs to happen. And they're just like, I'm ready to go back to my life how I lived it. And I'm just very, very much like I'm settled in of like, yeah, maybe I'm a podcaster now, you know, like maybe (laughs) until I can fully go outside again, maybe I'm a podcaster and I will, I will wait it out and I will just be doing this thing, Uh, you know, and yeah. I kind of hate the term, the new normal or whatever, but at the same time, that's kind of, it's kind of accurate. Like things aren't going to just go back to the way they were. Um, I mean, we're not really going to see the impact economically for like a few more months even. And then like, I just, I see a lot of industries like kind of going down and things changing, but that's, that's how it's always been in the past. Right. It's like the disruptors Mm -hmm. come through and then things have to shift and things have to change. So it's kind of like, you just have to start to learn to, let go of control and just let life kind of happen because if we're trying to like hold on to things too tight, it's just going to create resistance. So I've kind of just been coaching people on like just embrace the unknown because we, none of us know where this is going to go. At least we're all in the same boat, you know? Um, especially those of us that are used to being out and in the limelight or, you know, like doing stuff where there's events and crowds and stuff. It's like, yeah you know people are doing weddings in their backyard now with like two people <laughs> like, you know if you're an events coordinator maybe it's time to figure something out like it's yeah just- we were talking the other day on the podcast about um we've always had this technology and mm-hmm. like now we're finally like actually using this technology that we've had for so long yeah and like fully developing it and it's just like yeah now you know maybe Maybe from now on, I do my podcast on Zoom. You know, like yeah. <laughs> who knows? But uh, what it is? Are you, are you are you doing a lot of like meditating? Is that uh, yeah. Focus right now. Oh my god! Yeah, I've been doing a lot of like astral projection. Have you ever tried that? Yeah, years ago I tried astral projection. I get, you know, I got enough sleep issues that I <laughs> I think I I can't. I don't think I'm built for it. It's one time together. Wow. I mean, it's really similar to meditation, but um, I recently like opened up way clearer as a channel. I mean, quarantine. I don't know, just all the free time yeah. and like, whatever. It's so my channels become a lot clearer. But um, my friends and I went on like a spiritual scavenger hunt the last couple weeks because you know, no jobs and why not and. I had yeah. friends in town from the East Coast, and so they wanted to go see Sedona and the Grand Canyon and all of that, and we were just, like, letting spirit guide us and, like, being like, where should we go today, spirit guides? And then they'd, like, bring us all these synchronicities, and it was wild, but we saw UFOs, and we learned how to, like, call in <laughs> UFOs, which there's a movie called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind that's out right now that I highly recommend everybody watch because it's... Is it on Netflix? I think it's on Amazon right now, maybe. Okay. But there, there is a prequel on that on Netflix called I think it's called Unacknowledged. So okay. the, people can watch that first, and then Close Encounters is really about like 
This um, is a deep dive. We're, oh, get, we're getting in it. We're getting in <laughs> it. This is why I've been astral projecting, though, because I'm like, I want to talk to the aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just but love like, that someone, there's someone that was listening to this episode, and they were like, music, cool. And then they're like, <laughs> and then, like, it slowly got into, like, astral projecting. And they're like, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm in it. I mean, if this isn't a good representation of who I am as a person, I don't know what is. Because I'm like, yeah, music, personal training, energy work, aliens. Like, <laughs> it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just really good. It like teaches us basically how the the government tries to make us afraid of aliens, when in reality, they're just like, energetic beings that are here to help us and if they were going to destroy our earth they would have done that a long time ago and yeah there was like this one guy that um they actually have footage of everything which is what's really amazing for the naysayers because there's like you can actually see the energy and the the spaceships <laughs> whatever and there's this guy who is deaf he'd been deaf like all of his life and interesting it, there's there's a video of this like red energy and it like just kind of wraps itself around his head and he said he started talking to it and then he was like can you fix my hearing and it was like okay and it just like fixed his hearing and he woke up the next day and he hasn't had to wear hearing aids since it's just crazy man so i was like dude I mean, I'm a healer. Like, have I been just working with aliens this whole time and not knowing? <laughs> and my spirit guides are basically like, yeah, we're, we're aliens. So now I'm like, I'm just going to call my spirit guides aliens because that's what they are. <laughs> what, what is this movie called? It's called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Close Encounters. Okay. I'm gonna, and it's like I'm a feel-good movie. So for the peeps out there that need, like, something to, like, uplift them, it's like, oh, okay. yeah, man, we can all talk to aliens and they're going to heal you and they're going to help you and... And it's just like, it's like a feel good movie, but they, there's, um, the guy who created it, his name is Steven Greer and he has like meditations you can do on YouTube to like okay. connect your alien family. <laughs> Have you tried so, it? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, like I said, it works. Like we saw a, we saw three UFOs in broad daylight. <laughs> in Sedona like at the top of a mountain like our spirit guys were like go to the top of the mountain and they kept telling us to look at the sky and I'm like I don't see anything and then they're like look over there I'm like oh because they'll like it's kind of weird but my spirit guys will like jerk my head around like I'll like nod yes and no and they'll like so they like jerked my head over to the right and then I saw these three clouds and I was like those don't look like normal clouds and they were kind of like skinny but they were moving really weird yeah. Sure enough, like I kept looking, and these like gray, like it looked like a freaking flying saucer, like came out, and there was three of them, and I was like, "Is that you?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yes, this is us." And then we laid on our backs, and we were just. Did they wave out a window? Did they wave out? Did they wave? And they're wearing cowboy hats. <laughs> like that episode of Futurama. Yes, that was straight up. I feel like Futurama is the wave of the future. Like that's really how it's gonna be. <laughs> I'm like, they were priming us, man. Like, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> but so yeah, nice. we like laid on our backs and we're like, holy shit, you can see like a grid in the sky. Like we could actually see like, it was one of those things where you had to focus your eyes, but we could actually see a grid <laughs> in the sky. So I swear I'm not losing my mind. <laughs> Quarantine has not made me crazy, but I am talking to aliens now. <laughs> 
I'm just doing a lot of drawing and talking to a lot of aliens. There's nothing wrong with me. Nothing wrong with it. Which is crazy because I'm also the soberest I've ever been in my life. Like I haven't drank or anything in months. And I'm like, I have the clearest mind I've ever had and I'm talking aliens. So there's clearly something here. Yeah. Did you just decide like when you're like when lockdown happened, you're like, I'm just not going to drink or. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of been like something over the last year that I've just realized was no longer serving me like working in the restaurant industry for probably 10 years it was that was just kind of what you did you got off your on your shift yeah. and you would drink with your buddies and um it I just realized it was starting to affect my body and when I got into energy work I would notice that it would really affect my work the next day like I wouldn't be able to tap in as clearly and get answers as clearly um so I just started experimenting with not drinking and realizing that I could tap in a lot easier when I had a clear yeah. Pretty clear mind. And so um, when quarantine hit, it was kind of like the beginning. I was bored. And so my husband and I, because he loves craft beer, he worked at a beer bar for. Okay. So, you know, we'd be like, just like making cocktails and having fun and stuff. And then I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, this is like not good. I'm not feeling with myself. And um, I can feel my energy just like drop. Like I can feel like the depression. Yeah. You know, because it's a depressant. So. Um, yeah. And this is me with like no coffee too. Like I don't like. <laughs> I'm just like this naturally. So it's kind of like, I just don't want to take anything. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, um, I don't know if you know this, but like a couple of years ago, I got diagnosed with like a uh, liver disease. Oh, I remember reading about that on your. Yeah. 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 And so I, yeah, it was just like, um, you know, cause like I have autoimmune issues and then it just kind of led over into my liver and I started having these issues and I've never been like a, big drinker really you know like definitely like out at parties and stuff like that but not like on the daily ever really much of a drinker um and so like when i like when i got diagnosed he was like yeah you know you can have a drink here or there but like really you shouldn't and i was just like oh okay i think i'm done you know yeah i was just like from that on i've been like yeah you know what i think I'm, i'm good and so i think i'm coming up on like in November, I think it'll be like two years. Wow. And at this point, I'm just kind of like. I'll never drink again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, good. You know, and I think like I've, I, I know that I've like healed a lot and I'm like way healthier than I've been in the last, than I don't know, last five years. I'm way healthier now. Um, but that's just a lot of like paying attention to what I'm eating and what I'm drinking. And that kind of like sparked all of that. Yeah. And, uh, and then like during quarantine, I was like, I was like you know like I'm like yeah you know what I'm gonna cut down on coffee too and so like I've been like pulling back on like coffee and now I'm just like trying to like be like but I can I can feel it I can feel that I'm like no they're fully energetic and everything yeah. like, I mean right, you know, I need coffee <laughs> yeah some people need it like that's definitely and that's something I've actually learned with human design is like if people have um the root center open they usually need some coffee I'm just like, I have so much definition in my chart and I just have so much energy naturally. So I definitely don't think everybody needs to be like this. Um, it's just a personal, like if I drink coffee, I am like off the walls. I'm just like, and it just gives me anxiety because then I'm just like, Oh, question, question, question you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like crack. So that's like but, the other day I had like a big cup of coffee because I went somewhere, um, and it was like, it was like the first time I've been in that coffee shop and it was just so good that I was like, yeah, I want like a big one. Yeah. And then I drank half of it and like, 
five months ago, this I could have drank the whole thing, been totally fine. But I drank half of it and then immediately just full on panic attack, anxiety, like, Whoa, and I'm like, okay, it just cough. It just, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna slow down a bit. <laughs> slow your roll on that. Yeah, that's, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, dude, this was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. And I really appreciate it. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, so my Instagram is Teresa Brenneman with two A's because Teresa Brenneman with one A was taken. <laughs> my middle name starts with an A anyway, so I was like, that works. <laughs> um, and then my website is howtobealion.com. I just really love the symbolism of lions. So, and I have a giant tattoo of one. So I was like, I'll name my website that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty. I love that around. name. I've I've recently gotten into TikTok, so if y'all are on TikTok, follow me on there. I teach a lot. I actually was like working for them. They they do like they contract creators. Oh really? If you haven't heard about that, I can hook you up with that. Um, yeah, oh. it's it's like they pay you pretty well, and you just make you have to make like a certain amount of videos in a certain amount of days. Um, but it's I got just so like, much free time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how I was like, my friend hooked me up with it. And I was like, uh, this is dope. Like I get to get paid to make content. that's like what I want to talk about. And, um, it's like, they're, they're basically, they don't want to just be known as like a dancing app, you know, <laughs> people ever does like the dances on yeah. there. Um, so they want to do like educational, um, educational stuff so they've been injecting money into finding creators that can make educational content there's go. like different categories so i mean you could do like how to write or like it yeah it be like self-help like motivation type stuff it's it's whatever so yeah yeah so I, actually it's like a really fun app it's really user-friendly and like creative it's it's just like way more fun than instagram i feel like so i'm about it i'm like are you spending like, more time on there than Instagram now? I mean, I think just because I was getting paid for it and I like needed to, but now I'm like, oh, I'm just going to like share all my TikToks on Instagram. And <laughs> it's like, it's just way more fun to make videos on there because they have so many like editing options and um, <laughs> like for comedy even, like I feel like you would have a heyday with it because there's just so many different things you can do and people get so creative on there. So I really just like seeing how creative everybody yeah. is. And, okay. Like, but yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so what, I'll, is, I'll, what is your TikTok? Um, it's just my name. No, okay. no two ways. <laughs> no two ways. Right. Teresa Brenneman was not taken on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I got in early. Yes. yes exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Um, all right. Well, uh, thank you again so much for being yeah. on the show. Uh, I've been your host, Zach Lyman. This has been the Zach Lyman Podcast. And outro music. <laughs>